Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello there and welcome to a special episode of the GAAR. My name is Lee Costello and I had the pleasure of sitting down with Tyrone's Rory Canavan. In this bonus podcast, we chat about Tyrone football, breaking into the senior team, playing alongside his older brother, Dara, and what it's like growing up with a certain famous father. Hope you enjoy. Rory, how's it going? Not too bad, mate. How's it going? All good, all good. Um, so last season was a bit of a breakout year for you, you know, winning the All-Ireland with the under-20s, winning the Tyrone Championship with Eric O'Kearn, getting your first involvement with the county senior team. How would you sum up 2022? Uh, I twenty twenty two was just definitely a memorable year. Uh, with the winning with the under twenties and the club was massive. Like we hadn't won a championship in ten years, and to see the boys that had been playing for the club for so long, and for them to get their county medal was something else. So now it's definitely a memorable year. Brilliant, and here you're only nineteen, but you've already got something of a a highlights reel going on. Uh, it all sort of started, you were kicking sidelines um, and it went sort of viral on Twitter just a little bit. But now you've gone full international after your solo dummy ag- against uh, Glenn in the Ulster Championship. Even ESPN took a clip of that. I mean, first, well, what I want to know, is that the, the sweetest dummy you've ever sold? And what are your thoughts on everyone's reaction to it? <laughs> uh, well, I, I don't pay well attention to it, to be honest. Uh, I... Uh, uh, I probably <laughs> look good, like, but it was uh, not. <laughs> I don't pay much attention to it. See, that's a good political answer. If that was me, I think I would have just walked off the pitch and retired right there and then. But <laughs> that's why you're getting asked the questions and I'm asking them. Um, just a couple of weeks ago, you came off the bench against Kiari, uh, kicked two scores to help Jerome get what was a much needed win. Um, do you think that that's now like helped you? sort of feel settled as a, as a senior player now getting that first win because there's no secret that, you know, they were struggling earlier on in the league and the games that you were first coming on and they were maybe already losing and underperforming. I, uh, I went through a few tough weeks there uh, with a few tricky results, but uh, uh, <clears throat> it was definitely nice to get uh, the first win when um, you can carry well first win when I was on the pitch. <laughs> you can carry and uh, no, it's uh, I was nice like, but we can't rest on anything because we have Monaghan at the weekend and uh, nothing's gonna come easy there and um, we're still in a battle to stay up. Mm-hmm. And you keep on for Darren McCurry, I think it was, and instantly you just took over uh, free kick responsibilities. Were were you nervous about that, or is that something you were almost looking forward to? Uh, well, at a fair idea when I was coming on, it was either going to be either me or uh, Dora, whatever he was happy with. So, uh, now nah, I was happy enough. Like, that's uh, why if you want to be a free taker, you have to practice freeze and hit them in their moments. Like, so uh, now nah, I was happy enough to come on and get the opportunity to hit them. 
Yeah, and we sort of alluded to it a little bit earlier that Tyrone were maybe underperforming at the start of the league. You know, it's no secret there was some struggles. And from the outside looking in, some people would have said maybe there was trouble in the camp or it was unsettled or stuff like that. But what was your experience coming into that environment? Uh, no, it was tricky. Like, uh, you hear a lot of things from outside the camp. Like, uh, but no, you don't pay much much attention to it uh, because like we knew in training that we were putting in putting in the work ourselves like and we were training hard and but it just it hasn't been coming off and and thankfully on Sunday it uh, it did come off a wee bit uh, <laughs> more than it has so uh, the challenge now is just to back it up again and but now it was top few weeks like but um, hopefully now that uh, we can a couple more results together and just in them weeks like how, how did you find the adaption to senior training compared to maybe under 20s and club level and stuff uh no it, it's a step up uh definitely and i still still a good bit to go now i think but uh it was uh it's enjoyable the training uh be enjoyable like there's a good good bond between the boys there like and uh this class just being able to learn stuff off boys like Matty Donnelly and McCurry and them boys like it's uh, uh I they're top they've been top of the game for years like and it's uh, uh it's first class getting to learn off them boys. I was gonna ask you is there any one player maybe in particular that you're I'm not, not in awe of obviously because you're at that level but like who's just even more impressive in training than what you've seen off them just by watching them on TV. <laughs> most of them when you come up against them they're <laughs> yeah fair they're, they're a lot tougher to mark uh, but now uh, them boys like I grew, grew up watching them like and grew up uh, watching them in all Ireland and like it's just what you like they're your own models like and um, to get to play or train with them is it's you're know, in a pr- privileged position like so uh it's um no, I really enjoy it, and uh, every session you're learning something new. If uh, even for management, Joe and Collie, Fergal, Brian, they've all been there and done that too. Like so, uh, it's class just to learn stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, don't fall out with me because I'm going to ask you a question that you're probably sick of hearing. I know the eyes are rolling, but um. <laughs> what I will say is that this podcast is massive so if you answer in enough detail I don't think anyone will ever ask you it again <laughs> but yeah. obviously your father is Peter Canavan Jerome's greatest ever footballer one of the best ever to and that sort of inevitably comes with maybe unfair expectations and uh, pressures so I just want to know how you manage that and how you find your feet as a footballer in your own right Um. well <clears throat> uh. I I don't really like, yeah. He's, there's a wee bit of expectation there, probably from people like, but within our own club or house, like, there's there's no expectations there. Uh, you're just uh told to go out and work hard uh, as with everything, and um, it is or cause times like you you might get a bit of uh criticism or plaudits that you wouldn't get only because of your dialect, but. Uh, it's not it's just something that you have to get on with, and uh, it's nice to learn off him and Dora. And it's not, I don't, don't, it doesn't affect me too much now. 
Well, I, I was going to mention Darren next. Um, he's obviously now uh, a fully established, mem- you know, senior member of the Tyrone team. Uh, what, what's it like playing with him at club and county level? Because it must be pretty, I'm sure there's a better word for it, but it must be pretty cool. <laughs> no, it's enjoyable, definitely. Uh, still able to learn stuff off him, as with all the boys, like uh, within the club and county. But uh, he's he's playing well at the minute, and it's good that he's just staying injury free. And um, no, it definitely is. It's grew up with him, like obviously, and it's uh, it's nice to get the chance to play with him. Hmm. Well. I think it was against Dungan and Clark's last year. Uh, you two worked well for a goal, and the commentator said uh, that was a goal built from the backyard, which I just love. And I was wondering, like, what was it like uh, growing up with Dara? I mean, it must have been a, a competitive enough household. Hi, everybody in our house is competitive, the girls too. So <laughs> uh, it's a competitive house, cousins, <laughs> everybody is. Uh, but uh, no, it's just. <clears throat> Uh, it was classic. Uh, growing up, we were going to trainings with Da, with me and Dara going trains with Da and kicking about there. And um, I was looking up to his teams that were winning. Um, and uh, no, it was good to have boys to look up to when you were younger. Is last season the first time you got to play together with Eric Lekir? The first time your two age groups were the same? Uh, no, we played in minors for a year together. Oh. Uh, well, he was starting and he wasn't, but uh, he, <laughs> that was the first year I got to train with him and uh, that group of boys. So, uh, a couple of that team are on the senior squad now Joe Goose, Cormac Quinn. Uh, so, uh, now it's good to grow up with them boys and we're at that level now together. Mm-hmm. I was going to mention Joe Goose, he's another one that's sort of impressive. Same with Cormac Quinn um, with the Tyrone senior team. Uh, do you guys carpool and stuff together now? Like, it must be great. Like the players you've grown up with are sort of you're all making it together, kind of thing. I will. We would get up the train with Cormac he drives, and uh, no, it is it is nice. Like because you're everybody like there's a close bond, obviously within the club, and um, not it, it is uh, it is good. Like that we've uh, able to. Share them experiences together, and uh, no, I don't know. Um, just talking now about the under twenty season. Obviously, you're the captain this year. What does it mean to you, sort of taking on that responsibility? Like, what would you do different maybe this year that you maybe weren't doing last year as a vice captain? Is it speaking more, or how how do you sort of accept them roles? Um, no, it's it's nice, obviously, but uh, wouldn't be a wild talker. Uh, there's some of our boys do plenty of that so uh, no just not much change like uh, at all really uh, just approach the games the same and um, see what learning we can take game to game but as far as the role goes uh, nah not too much change now. Well, one thing that you have to do that maybe some of the other boys don't is balance your time between the seniors and the under 20s at the minute is is that tough is that a struggle how, how do you manage that well i am lucky enough it's me and uh country connor so uh it's uh no it's not too bad the two managers work very well together and there's never any problems or we're never put in a position that we don't want to be in so uh no it's been well uh 
thanks to them that it's been uh, easy enough like and uh, we've got to enjoy it without being put under too much stress and uh, one thing I was interested in about the under 20 team last year obviously Paul's manager but um, Owen Mulligan involved at a coaching level there's just a lot of curiosity around him especially from people like me from Tyrone uh, we all loved him growing up uh, what, what's, he, what's he like as a coach because it's maybe when people don't think of him they don't think of him in that sort of role uh, uh, no, but people <laughs> might know about Muggsy. He worked very hard in his own game, and uh, he's passing that on to us that we have to we have to do our own work outside of training. And uh, now Muggsy's a class trainer, and all the boys love uh going to train and knowing that they get to work with some of the best coaches like uh, Dermy as well. Um, and now Muggsy's he's first class, like and um. You learn something off him every night as well, like, and uh, it's easy going to train no one because he's he never done that too, like, so yeah, you'd be you'd be a fool not to listen to. Mm-hmm. Now he was one that loved the dummy, so he's bound to have brought that up to you about uh, your one against Clay. Surely uh, he would remind me that he's better doing it still. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like that sounds more like the one that we would all know. Um, uh, what are the expectations this year then? Obviously, because you were all Ireland champions last year. Uh, as a drone team, you haven't ever won back to back all Ireland's Wonder Twenties. It's probably something I should know, but like it just sounds like something that did, that couldn't happen because it's such a huge feat. Is that the challenge? Is that what you're going for? Ah uh, well, the challenge uh, we set high standards for ourselves, and uh, we're up again down in the first round. And <coughs> so, no better team to come up against to uh, put us to uh, pin of our collar. So, uh, goals would be I get over, get over down. Uh, it's going to be massive, and um, look at Ulster is very hard to get out of. So. Uh, an Ulster title would be great and from there we would uh, take it from there and see what happens but uh, no uh, it's going to be a big challenge and um, we're really looking forward to it it's a very different team like from last year so it's a mm-hmm. completely different uh, challenge yeah that was the classic uh, one game at a time answer I like that um, I'll, I'll end sort of on just the club season then because you, you already mentioned Ergel Keir 10 years you know got the win but Nearly every club in Tyrone's like that. It's a different team every single year that's winning it. There's sort of like no consistency with that. And then that's maybe why the Ulster Championship is, in, you know, Tyrone teams don't do as well in it. Um, Now that you've got experience in the Ulster Championship against Glen and you put it up to them, like they went on to win this thing. They're a fantastic team. Um, do you feel like it, that's something you guys could really push on? I'm not saying you're just assuming you're going to win the Tyrone Championship, but like, is that something that like, is this Ergil Kieran team good enough to be? maybe one of the first teams are trying to start dominating a little bit and, and, and push a little bit further than just the county championship? Uh, well, that's the challenge ahead of us. And uh, that's that's the goal, uh, to try and put a couple of big years together and uh, the ambitions there anyway. And um, really, genuinely looking forward to it, uh, trying to back it up again. And it would be, I would be be nice to get back into an Ulster club to go at it again but again it's a completely different year and teams have changed and we've changed and uh, it's gonna I it's gonna take an hour big big effort but it would be uh, I'd be nice to get back there and uh, 
try and right the right wrongs from last year. And the very last question for me, I just wanted to ask about uh, more of a, a stalwart at your club and for Tyrone is Peter Hart. So that's someone you would have grown up watching and now you're getting to play with him. And, and obviously, you know, family uh, connections there as well. What What's he like in training? Because you always hear these stories about being the ultimate professional and things. So I just wanted to hear it sort of firsthand what, what, what it's like. I well, everyone uh, in our club would know like in within Throne that uh, he would take it takes football very seriously and he is uh, he is to be fair a great role model for us younger boys like me Kashi coming up in the senior squad. Uh, that uh, the way he approaches his training and recovery and stuff uh, is I uh, he's like professional but. Uh, it's it's nice to be able to learn from him as well as our boys, definitely. Brilliant. Thanks very much, Rory, for coming on to the show and good luck with the season ahead. Ah, uh, you're right. Thank you. Remember to like, follow and subscribe to the GAR for more podcasts and exclusive interviews and be sure to listen to Monday's episode with myself, Niall McIntyre and Darno Sullivan as we review the National League campaign so far. Good luck. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.